Hey everyone, it's Britt from Tiny Bites. Before we get into this week's episode, just a quick word from this week's sponsor. If you're listening to this, you obviously like podcasts and you probably like music too. On Spotify, you can listen to all of that in one place for free. You don't need a premium account. Spotify has a huge catalog of podcasts on every topic, including the one you're listening to right now. On Spotify, you can follow your favorite podcast so you never miss an episode, download episodes to listen to offline wherever you are. I love that for when I'm traveling. Easily share what you're listening to with your friends via Spotify's integrations with social platforms like Instagram. Just search for Tiny Bites on the Spotify app or browse podcasts in the Your Library tab and follow me so you never miss an episode of Tiny Bites. Spotify is the world's leading music streaming service and now it can be your go-to for podcasts too. You're listening to episode 40 of the Tiny Bites podcast. My name is Britt, and I'm a minimalist and simple living advocate. This podcast, Tiny Bites, explores what it means to live a tiny but wonderful life, because life doesn't need to be lived big. Hey everyone, welcome back to Tiny Bites. Can you believe that it's December? I most definitely cannot. If it's really December, that means we've been living in our new house for six months now and it feels like we moved in about a week ago. (laughs) Before we get into this week's episode, I want to give a major shout out to Bethany from His and Her FI. If you're listening to this episode on any kind of podcast platform, you've probably noticed my new Tiny Bites logo. I absolutely love it and have Bethany to thank for bringing my vision for tiny bites and tiny ambitions to life. I'd love to hear what you think of the new logo, so feel free to leave a comment over on the blog at tinyambitions.com tinybites40. Anywho, since it is December, that means we've a we're officially in the final countdown to Christmas. I don't know if it's just me, but everyone seems to get a little bit out of whack around the holidays. We're all strung out on meeting everyone else's expectations for gift giving and social functions, and we want to be able to provide everything that our families want and desire for the holiday season. In a lot of ways, actually, I feel pretty insulated from the chaos and commotion that is the holiday season. Like last week when we went to the mall on the Saturday after Black Friday, and I was so confused as to why the parking lot was so full. I genuinely forgot that malls and stores will be packed from now until Christmas because I don't usually take part in that particular aspect of the holiday season. And that's what I want to talk about today. Minimalist gift giving, if such a thing exists. I just want to share how I approach the holiday season and a minimalist and quote-unquote slow living enthusiast. I don't think what I do is particularly revolutionary, but I have found that it helps us stave off some of the panic and anxiety that this season seems to cause for a lot of people. So here we go, one minimalist gift giving guide coming up. Before we get too far into this, I just want to say that I'm not against gift giving and that's not what this episode is about. If you love giving gifts to the people you care about in your life, I think that's awesome and I won't try and convince you to stop doing that out of some weird moral high ground because we all know that minimalists like to pretend that they're morally superior. So if gift giving is your jam, go make yourself a peanut butter and jelly sandwich because I think that's great. But for me personally, I do not derive any pleasure from giving or, to be honest, even getting gifts. I don't enjoy the pressure I put on myself to find the quote-unquote perfect gift for someone who probably already has everything they need in their life. And I don't like other people's expectations being placed on me for how I should react when I'm given a gift. 
Yes, I'm always incredibly grateful that people take time out of their day and money out of their wallets to purchase me gifts, but I never ask for anything and I don't really enjoy the whole unwrapping presents experience. It's because of this aversion that Mr. Tiny Ambitions and I don't do gifts for anything ever. <laughs> we decided very early on in our relationship that that was just not something we wanted to do, both from a consumption perspective and from a financial perspective. So we don't do anniversary presents. That would also require us to actually know when our anniversary is, which we don't, but that's a story for another time. And we don't do holiday gifts like Christmas or Valentine's Day or birthday gifts. This probably sounds really weird, but it has been such a relief to not have to buy one person in my life any presents. I don't have to worry that he won't like what I spent money on, and I also don't have to worry that he's just pretending to like what I purchased for him because he doesn't want to hurt my feelings. But I'm not totally gift-averse. I still buy flowers for my mom and grandmother on their birthdays every year, and I will continue to do that until they ask me to stop. The reason sending them flowers every year is so important to me is that I know it brightens their day and is important to them. Some people enjoy receiving gifts more than others, and so in that way, gift giving becomes more about the act of giving the gift than the actual gift itself, which in my opinion is where handmade or otherwise unique gifts become good options. Mr. T.A. and I both come from very large extended families and it would be so beyond our budget to buy everyone a gift even if we wanted to. We normally pull names out of a hat as a family and every couple buys another couple a gift. I actually like this as a strategy for gift giving because it cuts down on the overall number of gifts being purchased, therefore reducing our consumption and environmental impact, while also being friendlier on everyone's wallets. So if you're in a family that wants to rethink its gift giving over the holidays, this can be a real winner. If you want to go a step further and make it a fun game, you can play something called White Elephant. There might be other names for it, but White Elephant is how I was introduced to it. Basically, if you have a large group of people gathering for the holidays, everyone buys a generic present for 20 bucks. You then draw numbers out of a hat and take turns picking and stealing gifts from other people until everyone ends up with one gift at the end. This type of game can reduce the pressure individual people feel to pick the perfect gift because it just has to be fun and silly and under $20 or whatever your budget you set for as a group. If you're struggling with gift giving this season, I would encourage you to have a conversation about it with your friends and family. Maybe your family just wants to hang out and maybe your friends want to do a group potluck thing, no presents needed. A couple of years ago, I started to ask my mom what she wants for Christmas. She usually gives me a list of three or four books she'd really like to read but hasn't gotten around to yet. I buy those books and have them shipped to her house directly so she can unwrap them whenever she wants. We live a two-day drive away from any of our family, so it sometimes makes more sense for us to ship any gifts we purchase online directly to them before we arrive. I like being upfront about gift giving because then I know the person will actually use the gifts I'm buying them. It just relieves the pressure and expectation from both sides. And knowing ahead of time what you're giving as a gift doesn't diminish the happy feelings that someone has when they open it, if they enjoy receiving gifts. They still get those warm fuzzies because they know you took the time to actually get them something they wanted. The minimalist cliche goes that it's not about giving during the holiday season, but I don't know that I agree with that because it kind of is, in its traditional rendition at least. Gift giving is embedded in a lot of our family traditions and can be an emotionally charged subject to bring up. 
our families work hard to be able to provide us with gifts and it can be extremely hurtful to say no family member who worked incredibly hard to save up enough money to buy me this gift I don't want your present I don't think I've ever had the I'm a minimalist conversation with any of my family members instead when my family inevitably asks me what I want for Christmas I'm now in the habit of saying I don't need anything, contribute some money to your local humane society, or put a little extra money towards your RRSP or retirement account. Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. I'm not afraid to admit that I've sold and donated gifts in the past that I didn't need or couldn't make use of in some other way. I'd rather sell it or donate it to someone who can use it than let it sit in my basement collecting dust. Your gifts also don't have to be gifts in the traditional sense. You could buy someone a gift certificate to their favorite restaurant, giving them the gift of a nice night out. You could also offer to come over and help take care of your friend's kids for an evening or afternoon as a gift to let their parents have some child free time. Anything that you can volunteer to do to help someone out is an amazing gift to give over the holidays. My gift giving philosophy for this year is the same as every year since I started down the minimalist path, buying as few gifts as possible while still buying gifts for people who need them. If I can afford to buy someone a gift that they want that they would never be able to buy for themselves for whatever reason, I will do everything in my power to make it happen. I might not love gift giving, but I'm not a Grinch either. If you're looking for some more concrete ideas of what to get someone as a gift if you don't want to actually get them more stuff, I'll be sharing some ideas in my holiday gift guide next week on the blog, so stay tuned for that. That's it for this week's episode of Tiny Bites. How do you feel about the gift-giving part of the holidays? Are you the kind of person who starts their Christmas shopping in July? Shoot me an email over at tinyambitionsblog at gmail.com or leave me a comment at tinyambitions.com slash tinybites40. If you're listening to this on Anchor, you can also call in and let me know. Until next time, keep living that tiny life.